This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 92, The wow. Final Friday. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good nice. one. <laughs> With me, as always, are my fellow campers, Colin Harmon. Oh, yeah. Friday, everybody. Welcome. And Wes Allen. <laughs> Lunch has been canceled due to a lack of hustle. <laughs> Today, we are talking all about summer movies. From our childhood, mm. from the from the eighties and nineties. I don't know if you knew this, but this is a podcast on eighties uh, and nineties. Wait, nostalgia? What? Oh, yeah. Is that 90, what we've been talking about? Ninety-two episodes in. I don't know if I oh. mentioned that. So, thankfully, oh. coincidentally, we've kind of stayed on topic. But you know what? That <sighs> makes a lot of sense now. I can yeah. see where you're coming from. <laughs> I wondered why this was so specific. That makes sense. But hey, it's summer, so we're gonna talk all about. Uh, not necessarily movies that came out during the summer, but movies that have a summer element to them mm. from our childhood. We're like Home talking Alone? About, exactly, like Home Alone, <laughs> dead in the middle of the Australian summer. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about summer movies. There's you know, movies centered around vacations. There's movies centered around going to camp. There's movies surrounded, surrounding beaches. So we're going to go through all of them and uh, talk about our favorites. It's going to be kind of a free form. And I'll just go ahead and say this up top. We're on social media, Instagram, that is, and Twitter, at PassForwardCast. We don't have a TikTok. Uh, trying to convince Wes to put some dance videos together, and we can be on TikTok. I still but, don't know how to spell it. So, I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we're not, we were on Facebook, but we've kind of abandoned that page. But you can find us at PassForwardCast on Instagram, and Twitter, and we have an email, passforwardcast at AOL.com. We love hearing from you people. And speaking of hearing from you, you could also drop a review. So if you listen to this this episode and you're like, hey, I like I like what these guys are doing. I 92 episodes in, I had no idea it was a retro podcast, but now that I know what it's about, I'm going to drop a review about how much I love it. You can do that by going to iTunes. Mm. Uh, I don't have any other steps for you, but I think there's something that <laughs> I think there's some extra stars. Yeah, there's some stars, and I think there's a submit button. I'm not sure, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you can figure it out. You're all smart people. Except and, for that one uh, guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Hope he's not. He listening ties on right shoes. Now. Oh my goodness. You know who you are. Yeah, he's the plunger upside down like a dummy. <laughs> well. I'm excited because we're talking about summer movies. We also still have Bearded Colin. I know. We are yeah, right. not shaved yet. Hanging on not strong. Yet. So we are slightly three longer white than dudes before. with beards. Two of us have glasses. Two of us have hats on. So we're almost a full Voltron <laughs> uh, combination of mid-30s white males. So <laughs> we are reaching across demographics. Mm-hmm. We are appealing to the masses. Which one? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Someday we will have a female on this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, we did that one time way we back did. when. We had my sister. What was it, the third episode? Yeah. <laughs> um, out of 92. It'll happen one day. Um, and someday we'll have a person of color, maybe somebody uh, from the LBGT 
Q community. I'm gonna just I need to say that correctly. From the plus, someday we'll have somebody from the LGBTQ community. Um, it's a very secure gonna, password you just said there. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's I'm telling you, we're gonna appeal to the masses someday. I feel but what's if holding you're us mid back. Thirties white male, we are for you right now. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on to being self-deprecating. Let's talk about our summers as white males. Um, <laughs> And we're going to talk right now, guys, let's talk about, um, and we'll, I don't know what, we don't have a predetermined particular order, but let's just talk about general movies that took place. The plot was during the summer. You think of summer in the 90s and the 80s. You think of this movie. What is that movie for you? Colin. Uh, I think for me, honestly, it really is uh, Caddyshack. I watched that movie mm. so much growing up for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, that's a good I mean, one. In a way that I probably should not have, in the sense of like the age bracket that I was watching this movie in, but it definitely uh, educated me on a lot of things. Humor being uh, one of them, but not the only thing. Uh, but it was, it's a good one. It's a, it's a great one about some of those comedy legends of that era really coming together to make something stinking hilarious. And I don't even care about golf. It was fun to laugh at it. I loved it. That's one of those iconic movies from that era that... I feel like it, it's an example, and this is going to come off as negative, which, I mean, maybe it may be a little bit, but it's like this in Animal House where it's like it's very clearly this certain type of humor that was really popular in its time. But if you show this to somebody who's like in their 20s, they're going to be like this. I don't get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, um, it was like the slacker comedy kind of generation. Right. Ooh, that's a good a good uh, genre, subgenre there, slacker comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a classic and a lot of great lines from it and a lot of references have been made to it that I'm sure a lot of youths, youths. do not know what it's from. But. I had a math teacher that did such a good impression of Bill Murray in that movie. Like he would quote him every <laughs> class and I was just, I feel like I was the only one that laughed at it. I feel like he was from Chicago. So he had that kind of like thing about mm-hmm. him that that like kind of Bill Murray has, but it's like, I feel like I was the only one that like got that he was doing Caddyshack things, mm. but it's like, I don't know. I loved it. Loved it every time. I like that. For me, I, um, I'll go ahead and go next. The, I, I think summer movie from my childhood and all I can think of is the Sandlot. Um, it's quality. Which I, I don't know if they particularly say it's during the summer. I think it's just assumed. Uh, maybe he does say it, but it's, I mean, it's clearly during the summer because that's when you play baseball. Baseball season's in the summer, and uh, it's a movie about kids playing baseball on the sandlot. And, I mean, oh, come on. We've all seen it. Uh, it's a fantastic movie, and they have a bunch of good summer elements to it other than baseball, like going to the community pool and uh, going to the county fair and things like that. Uh, and it just it reeks of throwback summer to me. And... It's a classic. We all love the Sandlot. I know for a yeah, fact that it's, it's in choice. summer because there's a reason that I watch it. I watch it every 4th of July oh, for whatever yeah. reason because there is a really good uh, 4th of July scene in it where it has Ray Charles singing, singing yeah. and like they've got the fireworks. It's the only night of the year that they can play during the night because it's like lit up and just like the regular baseball fields. And so like for whatever reason that stuck out of my mind, I've just always watched it 4th of July along with Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. I, Wes, that's something I love about you is like you are very, uh, very particular with your seasonal movies. It's oh true. yeah. Mike. And that's not at all why we're doing this episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thought though. Yeah. I will say something that I did this, this 4th of July is that, um, we discovered last year that our neighbors in the, in the neighboring, uh, neighborhood set off fireworks every year because like usually we go to like, you know, our community fireworks show, but last year because of COVID and everything, we didn't, none of them were open, but we realized that our neighbors do like a legit fireworks show in their cul-de-sac and it's like the next neighborhood over. So it's like, it's kind of through our woods. So like we sit on our back patio and we have like a perfect view of the fireworks. So this year we planned on doing it and I set up a projector and all that. And we watched Jaws while uh, watching fireworks was just like my heaven. It was just like such an awesome 4th of July. Mm. Um, But anyway, uh, so then would Jaws be your summer movie? Probably. It's it's in the 70s, so it's kind of outside of our, you know, our sure. year range. But, like, uh, I have, like, two or three, like, kind of runners-up for that. Um, I would also say Sandlot, but another one would, would be, for me, would be Stand By Me, which, again, isn't, like, overly mm. summery. Like, they don't go to the swimming pool or the beach or anything, but it's, like, Clearly, they're not in school or anything like that. So it's like they do, you know, they're traveling to see this dead body. So they're, you know, it just embodies the 12 year old kind of preteen kind of area where you just like you're with your friends. And they have one part that embodies summer to me is just like sitting and, and in front of and, and a fire like a fire making like a fire pit and like roasting some marshmallows and just all that. Like, I just love that scene and I love the conversations that ha- they have around the fire. And it's, it's one of my top 10 favorite movies to stand by me. I just love it so much. Um, and you know, it, it really captures that, uh, summer vibe to me. There's certain movies and TV shows where if I didn't just stumble upon it, I would have never watched it. And that's mm-hmm. one of them where I think it came on TV and it's one of those times, you know, I was, I'm sure in elementary school at the time, maybe in middle school, where I just decided to watch this movie because it captured my attention and it was towards the beginning. So I just sat and watched it and I loved it. Like it's such a, uh, I don't know, it's such a well done movie that, um, I I it, I haven't seen it probably maybe since then I may have seen it one or two times more but it was in that that time period um, when I watched it and I it stands out to me as just like man I loved that movie it kind of spoke to me as a as a young kid I guess as a young boy yeah it's so good and I feel like I remember when Stranger Things first came out I remember them the Duffer brothers saying that they showed all the kid actors like a, a handful of movies that they they should study and kind of replicate the oh, kind yeah. of kid actors and one of them was stand by me I'm like oh that's so true they that was such like a good reference for 80s kid actors was those four boys did an amazing job acting in that movie uh, I, I, I think like maybe one or two other ones, like one of the other one, which I didn't really see until much later on was summer school. I don't know if you guys have yeah. ever seen that before. Mm-hmm. 
It's, yeah, that's a that's another one where I caught it on TV, but that that's, I think of that when I think of s- s- movies that took place in the summer. Yeah, it's like even though it's summer school and like a lot of it takes place in the in the, in the classroom, I feel like it's one. It's very eighties, so it's like if you want a good like eighties vibe yeah. movie, I feel like that is one of them. And it's like overall, I just love watching it. It gives me the summer vibes, like. It, I, I believe it's like in California, I believe, but like um, a lot of the time they spend time at the beach and like because if you never heard of it, it's about like a PE teacher that gets stuck having to teach summer school to a bunch of, you know, outcast kids like that are, you know, nothing but trouble. Nobody wants to deal with. But he, you know, because he's a PE teacher, he kind of connects with them because he's not a typical teacher. And they learn to live together in harmony <laughs> and they all win in the end. Um, but like early on in the movie, they like just want to waste time. So they go on field trips and all this stuff. So it's it's really fun 80s vibe movie. And I don't know. I just love it. And uh, another one that I really like is is uh, Legend of Billie Jean, which may be a random one to you guys. Have you guys ever heard of this at all? I have not. Okay. No. It's it's again, it's very 80s and it's to all the ones that we kind of are going to talk about. It's it's very low budget. It almost seems like it was a TV movie, but it has Christian Slater and Helen Slater, which are real life uh, brother and sister, and they play siblings in the movie. And um, not to spoil anything, but it's like basically like they get harassed by a bunch of guys and. Uh, these guys end up trashing Christian Slater's scooter just for fun, just to be jerks. And they try to approach the boy's father to kind of convince them to pay them back for the scooter to get it repaired. And this whole thing happens. It's it's a very kind of like Me Too kind of movement. It's very relevant today, even now. Um, but basically, like the the boy's father kind of forces himself on on Helen Slater and they end up going on the run like they ended up it becomes this whole thing and they end up running from the police and nobody believes them but like they become like kind of cultural icons um, from the news and everything and everybody it kind of starts a movement and basically it takes place during summer there's like some a lot of beach kind of vibe stuff and like it's I don't know. It's one of these things that was like one of my favorite '80s movies, and it's it just has like good vibes to it. And like I said, it's very relevant to like the Me Too movement, everything like that. So I would check that out if you haven't seen it. Hmm. Yeah, I'd never heard of that before. I watched the trailer for it when you'd sent it, but I thought for sure it could be like starring a remake with Katy Perry. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some other uh, some other example of summer movies that we didn't mention yet, or we haven't mentioned yet. We have uh, what about Bob? We have Do the Right Thing, which was Spike Lee's like kind of breakout film, and uh, Spike Lee. I've seen joint. that one, and I, I, that's if you want to talk about things that are relevant now, even today, that's a good one to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, very great insight into what life is like as a mm-hmm. as a person of color. Uh, then you have Now and Then, which is a very very good movie. Um, which I, it's weird because I know I'm not in the Target demo and never have been for that movie. <laughs> it's about four female friends um and it's a very nostalgia driven movie but it's just a it's a good film that's one i haven't seen in a long time yeah it's like i like i had always heard about it and saw the trailers and i knew that people loved the movie but i hadn't 
I hadn't seen it until like maybe a year or two ago. It was on Netflix and I watched it and then like, I was surprised how much I liked it. Like it's, a, it's a, not just like something like, Oh, it's a nostalgic movie. You just had to be there. But it's like, it was a good movie. Like, yeah. like a legit good movie. And I don't know. I feel like it's like, um, if you like stand by me and Sandlot is very equivalent that to that kind of movie. I feel like, yeah, like mm-hmm. a very coming of age. I always fall head over heels in love with like coming of age stories. I love those. So you also had dirty dancing and you have my girl, which I, is up there for me. It's not one I mm-hmm. first think of when I think of summer movie, but that one takes place in the summer. And that was a favorite movie of mine for a very long time. Yeah. Same. Um, Dazed and Confused, which is another huge one. Yeah, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And you had Babysitter's Club. You also have My Summer Story, which we've mentioned before on this podcast, but it's the very little-known sequel to A Christmas Story. Um, I didn't this realize one, that. This one I didn't see until, like, and the only reason I knew about it is I, we rented it one time at Blockbuster, and... I don't know how we heard if we heard beforehand that it was a sequel. I think we did, and so we just checked it out. I don't really remember much from it because I haven't seen it since that day in the '90s when we rented it. But uh, it basically is—it's like this recast sequel to a Christmas Story that was made like ten years after the original, um, and takes place during the summer. And mm-hmm. it was very forgettable. But and it's weird <laughs> because. It actually had a different title when it was in theaters. Like it was first called It Runs in the Family, but once it came to video, they called it My Summer Story, which I'm like, My Summer Story sounds a lot more like a Christmas story sequel than It Runs in the Family. It's yeah. like, how, how would anybody actually know that it's connected in any way if that was the point of it? So I don't, it's such a, like a weird thing. I don't really understand why they approach it that way. Yeah, who knows? Um, so when you have summer, you go on vacations, right? So there's a good number of vacation-esque movies, mm-hmm. such as National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you guys have a favorite of the vacation-themed movies? I mean, for me, I watched uh, Vacation a ton. Like all of those. I mean, with like European Vacation and Vegas Vacation, and those are all different eras but man all of those national lampoons vacation movies those were the because my family like we had an rv so we traveled around in the summertime uh, oh nice quite a bit in that sense and so i feel like sometimes those were foreshadowings or uh, post tellings of some of the escapades that we found ourselves on every once in a while it was fun i mean not necessarily that my dad was like being promiscuous or any of that kind of stuff spoiler but i think in some sense uh there was just like all the random things that happen when you're in those situations uh, do happen. Such so as it was fun taking a long trip to a theme park only to find out that it's closed mm-hmm. and then holding an employee hostage. So you get to ride all the rides. <laughs> Sorry folks, parks <laughs> closed. <laughs> yeah. That's the quintessential vacation movie. I mean, that one's got to be at the top of all our lists. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually, uh, this is a sneaky good category because I'm torn to find my favorite. I'll go ahead and say a goofy movie is the favorite there. Mm. Um, that is maybe it's not. I, I, cause everybody I find our age that has seen it loves it, but I was about to say it's a very underrated Disney movie, 
both in quality of the movie, but also in music. I Mm. love the soundtrack to it, and I still listen to it to this day. Hmm. Um, And it's a great, it's a really good movie. It's just a really good film. And uh, it's, if you haven't seen it, my goodness, please watch it, because I'm sure it still holds up. Yeah, I'll say that like Goofy Movie is probably my one of my top five favorite animated Disney movies. Like, I, it's that up there with me with like Lion King, yeah. and Aladdin, and all that stuff. So, like, I feel like it's that good of quality. Um, because like I, Goofy is my favorite Disney character in general. So like when it came out, of course I was in love with it because it was it was kind of a sequel to Goof Troop because it was Max and yeah. he was older and all that stuff. So like I loved it when it came out. I remember like being very bothered that it wasn't the same voice as Max and the Goof Troop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember saying that to my sister when it came out. I'm like, why does he sound so different? She's like, he, he's a teenager now. His voice is deeper and all that stuff. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. But it's not the same to me, but it's like, I don't know. I, still love I remember it. seeing, I remember, I don't know what movie it was, but the trailer to a goofy movie came out before the, the, the movie and I'm with my family and it's the first time I'm seeing the trailer and you hear Max's voice and I say very loudly, that's not Max. And my mom turns and shushes me. <laughs> I don't know why that memory stands out in my head, but it, like it's vivid in my memory. That's like, funny. especially it's like, I remember the trailer too. And it's like when Goofy hugs him and he's like, yeah. I think I'm going to be sick. Be sick. Yep. Like that, like even in the movie, he sounds different than all the other times he's, he's spoken mm. in the movie. So like, yeah. even then it's just like, wow, it's just jarring of like how deep his voice is. Yeah. So Wes, what's your, what's your number one? Is it Goofy movie? Um, probably, um, Probably a second one would be Great Outdoors, um, which is not like the vacations that I had as a kid. It's like we should we should probably talk about like Colin. You mentioned that you had RV thing. It's like we would just go to the beach. Like we would always mm. go to the beach. Like I was never we never like went to like you know camping or kind of in the woods like cabin in the woods kind of thing. Like we always went to the beach. But like Great Outdoors, it's like John Candy. I always loved that movie, even though it had nothing to do with the kind of vacations I would take. It's like specifically, I just love the opening scene where the family is driving and they're singing yakety yak together. And for some reason, like I always come for that scene and stay for the rest. It's like, I always Mm. like anytime I get an itch to watch the movie is because of that opening scene for whatever reason. And it's, it's a good movie to, you know, for the rest of it, you know, Dan Aykroyd and John Candy, they're great together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Another one would be Tiny Toon Adventures, How I Spent My, my Vacation. is something that like I was religious about watching when I was Same. a kid. We, we, we rented that so many times. It's like I've, I've probably talked about this in the past episode, but it's like I remember going to Blockbuster um, one. We, we would go pretty much every Friday to go rent a movie. And I remember they would have the TVs where they would, you know, play like a video of whatever would come out. And they were playing Tiny Toons, How I Spent My, my Vacation. I had not known that this was coming out. And mm. they were playing the scene where Plucky and, and Hampton are holding their in the Hampton family are holding their breath under the tunnel. And I was laughing so hard at this part. Like I I had no context for anything, but it's like, obviously, you know what tiny tunes was, but I didn't know what this was. 
And I was just like laying on the floor in the aisle of Blockbuster, just laughing my head <laughs> off. And my mom saw this and was asked the employee, like, what is playing up there? And the employee told her. And so she bought the tape for me, even though I didn't know what this was. And she surprised me at home like, hey, you know, that video is playing like I bought this for you. So like I watched it and I I feel like I watched it like constantly that summer. And like Tiny Toots is just funny, like good old fashioned, Mm -hmm. just comedy. It's so good. Um, So like I just have like massive nostalgia towards that that movie specifically. You have such a good mom. (laughs) <laughs> wasn't there something like uh where i'm trying to remember what it was what wes i know you're you're gonna remember something that came up on twitter a, a couple of months ago where it was like plucky has finally gotten to happy world land and there's something in there about 2021 and him getting there do you remember what that is yeah he was trying to he was looking at the map trying to to add up like how long it would take to get there and i forget why he comes to this conclusion like like if we go out there at this speed and at this route we'll get there at exactly april 21st 2021 or something like that and at the time it's like gotcha. you know who we're not even going to live that long that's so yeah. far in the future <laughs> but it's like you know somebody pointed that out on twitter and it was just funny it's like yeah. It's so funny when people like are just waiting for that day to come around and be like, just so I can post that clip. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the that kind of stuff has happened with the Simpsons too. Like a lot of the early nineties Simpsons episodes or stuff set in the future. Like there was one where Lisa gets married and it was set in the future and it was like 20, 2010 or something like that. Mm. So when that came around, people were pointing it out. I was like, Oh, today's the day Lisa gets married. <laughs> uh, like 2012 <laughs> or something like that. And it's like um, future day for Back to the Future. Everybody was wanting oh, that yeah. day to be every day until it actually happened. Yes. Um, some other vacation movies uh, include The Great Outdoors and Summer Rental. That's all we have. Which is another I don't know, great Rental. John Candy movie. Yeah, Great Outdoors is definitely a classic and should be on all of our lists there. Um. Sorry, things are happening. Okay, so we will move on to camp movies. So there are now there are a few different ways you can go about camp movies. You can do kind of kids camp. There's the camp where everybody dies, <laughs> uh, and there's the camps that are like uh, a little bit nefarious uh, or uh, inappropriate. But um, there have been a good handful of summer camp-esque movies. I'd like to know what's at the top of your list. I think for me, it's very easily heavyweights. That's a great uh, yeah, same. foreshadowing to my life. <laughs> Despite not going to camp for it. No. <laughs> I just think in some sense, there's like, a, there's like a weird relatability to the pressures that they put themselves through. You know, weight or... Uh, social structure aside i think there's like just parts of it where it's like yeah it's tough being a kid growing up especially when there's like something unique or uh odd about you and i think that was like a just a good one to watch over and over again of how they handle some of that kind of stuff or the things that they push through it i really liked it for that reason yeah i mean that's my number one heavyweights another i still feel like even though a bunch of people our age are obsessed with it underrated movie um, if you have not seen it yet, that's another one you just have to see. It is probably one of, in my at least in my memory, one of the funniest 
kids movies that came out in that era. Yeah. Like that's legitimately funny. Well, it's like um, Judd Apatow and yeah. Paul Feig and all that, like that wrote, you know, all the comedy classics over the last like 15 years or so. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, and exactly. they wrote freaks, freaks and geeks and all that. So this was like one of their first forays into like movies and all that stuff. So it's like, of course it was funny. And it had such like such good kid actors from like Mighty Ducks and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it and like, it was wholesome, you know, yeah. and it was like it had a good message to it. So yeah. it was that great combination of entertaining, funny, wholesome, good message. Like the kind of things you want in kid, kids movies that most of them do not have that combination. Yeah. And um, like Ben Stiller is like yeah. one of his best portrayals in that movie is like just truly shows how good of a comedy actor he is. Well, you think of his character in Dodgeball, it was basically kind of one notch above the character he plays in Heavyweights. I mean, they're pretty similar, Um, but it's a great character. So, and and very, very funny. Um, I guess if I were to choose another one, since you took that one, Colin, I'd have to say Ernest Goes to Camp, because that's just one that I watched a whole bunch as a kid. And that's the one that like really launched the Ernest series. That was probably the, oh, I, don't, I don't know if that one is, I don't know how it goes chronologically. I think that's one of the earlier ones, if not the earliest. Okay. Yeah. That was the first movie yeah. for sure. Um, and that's another one that was very wholesome. I don't know if it, it probably wouldn't hold up comedy wise, mm. but um, that one yeah, was definitely a favorite of mine. It's definitely not the best Ernest movie, but it's like, as far as like you're talking about camp movies and all that, it's definitely like a good kind of camp vibe kind of thing. Like it's very up there with like heavyweights and all that stuff. Like it's, I don't know. It's good. It also got me into the song Happy Together by the Turtles. Mm. Yeah. One <laughs> that I feel like. Turtle yeah. that hooks on his nose or whatever. And you see. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And they Man, sing that song too. Good memory. I feel like the one I watched the most of all of, of this era, though, was uh, The Parent Trap. I just watched that way too much. I Granted, I had a pretty brutal crush on Lindsay Lohan. Granted, the, the future didn't do super well for her in that <laughs> Either category. of you? Yeah, really either of me. You know, I've been living <laughs> in a dumpster kidding. ever since. But uh, <laughs> in, that, in that way, it has been brutal. But the one I feel like we didn't talk about is uh, I watched Bushwhacked a lot oh yeah oh yeah that's a good one with uh daniel stern oh my gosh i watched that a ton i don't know why which i guess that's that's not technically camp right it's just kind of like a hike that he does with the boy scouts yeah but i I will i will definitely allow it because that's a good one to bring up yeah we'll allow it for sure (laughs) thanks (laughs) appreciate you appreciate um speak speaking of uh, parent trap uh, there was also it takes two with the olsen twins which was basically the same plot, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But it's the Olsen twins. But like it, it, it takes two came out first. As far I know that Parent Trap was a remake of like the sixties one or whatever. Um, but like mm-hmm. it takes yeah. two yeah. came out first, and then Parent Trap came out a few years afterwards. So it's like, was it supposed to be just the Parent Trap, but it's just with a different name? Oh, interesting. Like they couldn't get the rights to it or something. Oh yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know. know. That's but a fun actual goal. twins rather than just double Lindsay Lohan. I know it. Which, you know, in Lindsay Lohan's fake, like, which is worse, really, between the Olsen <laughs> twins? Twice yeah. as much trouble as Lindsay Lohan has got herself in, but I don't know. Yeah, Who am I to true. judge? Wes, did you say yours? Um, I, I, I would definitely say heavyweights if I were to choose one. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, there's other ones. There's obviously like the slasher stuff, like Friday the Thirteenth and Sleepaway Camp and all that. But like, as far as like just Ooh. like things that I would watch a lot, it would probably be heavyweights. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, there's also uh, Camp Nowhere, which like I I think. I don't know what came out first, heavyweights or Camp Nowhere, but I feel like they came out around the same time, and I feel like they were trying to accomplish the same, like... I think yeah, Camp Nowhere came out first, right? Did it really? I'm not sure. Okay. I'll check I know, I know that heavyweights came out in 95. I don't know when yeah. Camp Nowhere came out. Yeah, Camp Nowhere was, oh, closer than I thought, 94. Okay, so it did come out first. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if one was ripping off the other, but it's like um, Camp Nowhere was just like, which was uh, Christopher Lloyd and uh, Biff, a, a reunion of Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, which was crazy. Um, but yeah, I feel like that that one probably hasn't held up as well as time has gone on. But like at the time, I loved it because it was kids, you know, making a camp of their own and like, you know, tricking their parents into thinking they were at camp. But really, they were just at a fake camp over summer and all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you guys ever go to camp at all? Never one that was like more than a week. But you did go to a camp as a kid? Uh, yeah, so there's church camp, which I don't know if you count that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not the typical like, so I always wanted to go to like, you know, the the like the camp on bug juice, like that kind of camp where you go uh, away yeah. for like the whole summer or uh, something. Yeah. Never or had that experience. Your, salute no. your shorts or something. Yeah. yeah. So I did like church camps, which was like a week. And then there was another camp I did that was like a day camp. So I would always sleep in my own bed. But mm. then like we'd go to this place where they would teach us about nature and stuff. And I actually hated it because I didn't want to be outside. So that, <laughs> I just want to be in watching. That was my camp shorts. experience. That's yes. funny. I want to watch people go to camp. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to winter camp. So I went to like a snowboard camp for maybe like a week and a half. But. Right. I never went to a summer camp, which is kind of funny. Yeah, the only thing that I went to, I went to a basketball camp in high school for a week, and I hated it. Um, but I never went to, like, a typical, like, stay-in-a-cabin kind of camp. But it looked appealing, but I, I never I, – I was just such a homebody. I don't feel like I would have liked going away for the summer or anything like that mm. and being outdoorsy and stuff. Screw that. Have you gone <laughs> – Yeah, done? that's – Go ahead. I was say, have you gone camping as an adult ever? Uh, no. I love camping. Yeah. Like, I love primitive camping, not glamping. I love going out to a tent. And we did that for my birthday one year. We even. did. You were there, Colin. I was there. That was fun. That was yeah, really fun. Yeah. I enjoy camping. So yeah, Wes, Wes, we are very similar, but also very different. This is, this is one of the examples. I would have well, loved to go to a camp where I'm a, around a bunch of kids and having a bunch of fun. And I liked camping in spite of not liking being outside. But I think that was because I was in Florida and it was just unbearable. But Yeah. Um, true. Yeah. Camping in, that's the, true. in, Florida, You're in Florida is very different. Yeah. So... We have, uh, I don't know if, we, I think we mentioned everything on our list. With I see Indian Summer on there, which is something I don't know what that is. Wes, can you? I've never elaborate? seen it. I okay. just know it's about, it about adults that went to a camp as a kid, and I think they reunite as adults, and they go to the same camp by themselves or something. I don't know. I've never seen it, but somebody then, has. Sorry. 
And then there's The Burning, another one I have not heard of. Uh, the Burning is uh, basically a ripoff of Friday the 13th. I think it came out the year after Friday the 13th came out. And, gotcha. Um, it's basically the same thing, but it has uh, Jason Alexander in it who has a full head of hair, which is crazy to see. Oh, how funny. Um, so go for that if you want to see it. Okay, so there's another thing a lot of us like to do during the summer, even now, and that's go to the beach. And there are definitely some movies that are set at the beach. So, Colin, kick us off with your favorite beach movie. I mean, there's really only one beach movie that's worth mentioning besides the ones on this list, and that's obviously Surf Ninjas. Let's be real. <laughs> yes. I had a feeling that was timeless that classic. Gosh, that movie was so fun. Uh, but yeah, I I really loved Surf Ninjas. I watched I watched the uh, proverbial wheels off of that movie for sure because it was VHS. Yeah, of the ones on our list, that's probably the one I would also choose. Although I, I Weekend at Bernie's gets a <laughs> honorable mention. That's a good um, one for sure. But both one and two, uh, probably one more than two. But I, I never uh, saw the second one. I definitely have seen both of them, but I think they kind of just mesh in my head. Yeah. Um, so because obviously it's been a long time since I've seen them, but what a ridiculous concept that you can only get away with in the eighties, man. I know for 90s. sure. Um, that was what a crazy movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but so ridiculous and stupid that it's, you know, it has a special place in my heart. Yeah. yeah Which, sure. you know, if you're for whatever reason listening and you haven't seen week or even know what weekend of Bernie's is, they puppet around a dead guy <laughs> and make people think that he's still alive by putting sunglasses on him and tying puppet strings to him. Uh, Man, I feel like weekend at Bernie. I feel like weekend at Bernie's is such like a pop culture thing that people reference all the time. Like, I feel like people just always bring that up, but it's like, it makes you wonder how many people actually have seen weekend at Bernie's. Sorry. There was thunder that just happened. I don't know if you heard that. That That was very scary. Yeah. It's very summer uh, storms that's going on right Mm. now. Um. But Weekend at Bernie's, I feel like that's always something people talk about, but I always wonder how many people have actually seen it. That is true, yeah. Well, I have seen it, and it is what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's quality. I really like Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. um, as far as me, it's like, um, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but like Summer Rental with John Candy is a, a good beach movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I, f- I feel like it was John Candy's first starring role. So it was very kind of earlier in the 80s and it's pretty low budget. But like I always loved watching that because it kind of exemplified my family's beach trips because they go to rent a beach place and, you know, get sunburnt and go to a fancy restaurant to eat lobster. But you're all like sunburnt, still wearing your (laughs) your swimsuit attire and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I always like that one. And another one that like... uh, that's very beachy, but like I haven't seen it until recently, but I know it was a big movie is point break um, with Keanu Reeves and uh, Swayze, mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze. It's like, um, have you guys seen that? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know but it's that's like, a, that's an example of one that like saw it in the nineties and have not watched it since. But then like I kind of, my memory lives off of the pop culture references to it. 
Absolutely. I've always, it's kind of like weekend at Bernie's. I've always heard of the references to point break, but I've never actually sat down and watched it, but it was on uh, HBO max and I watched it a few weeks ago and I really enjoyed it. Obviously it, it holds up well. Uh, I always love Keanu Reeves anyway, but you know, he's. Yeah. That's one of those one that's on HBO max. that like, I realized I'd never seen it in HD. I've only watched it in like four by three SD. So that's kind of the nice part of like some of these movies coming back around is you get to watch them in their like cinematic glory that you never really got to experience them in the home movies. I know. It's kind of fun. Awesome. Unless it has been formatted to fit your screen. It's very true. Ugh. North Shore is another one that's on our list, and that's I don't I don't know that one, Wes. You want to? It's a it's a 80s. I've only seen it once. It's an 80s movie about you know people surfing. Uh, there you go. Guy wants to be a pro surfer. I think I don't know. I've only seen it once. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned Jaws and the Jaws sequels, which yeah. you know a little bit out of our range, but I think I mean it's hard to mention beach movies without thinking of Jaws. So, uh, and then you have One Crazy Summer. Have you heard of that one? That's, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> that is somewhere in the title. Yeah, uh, it, it's an '80s movie. It has John, John Cusack, one of my favorite actors. I've only seen it once, but uh, it has Demi Moore in it, and yeah. So, yeah, I okay. heard of that yeah. one. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of a random one, but I feel like it was. It's it's uh in the '80s movie strings. That's pretty kind of well known, I guess. Hmm. So, what did we miss? What did we not mention? Let us know at PassForwardCast on Instagram and Twitter and our email, PassForwardCast at AOL.com. Those are our summer movies. We hope you are enjoying your summer and have enjoyed your summer. I was about to say summer break, but all of us are old now and we have jobs. We don't really get a break. But hopefully you were able to take some sort of vacation or go to some sort of camp (laughs) or maybe go to the beach. Especially this year when we get to go out and do things as opposed to last year. So, um, yeah. Thanks again for listening, guys. And we will be back sooner rather than later, hopefully, with some more. So stay stay subscribed. And I think that's it for us. So until next time. I could break the skin. I could definitely break the skin. (laughs) Fair is fair. Later, Snorks. Pass Forward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not! Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's over! Oh, yeah! Kick it!